welcome to episode 162 where y'all things are getting real here because i'm doing an unscripted uncut i'm in charge samantha's run away to the back of the screen because she's scared i'm she just staying over here she doesn't <laughs> want to participate in this at all because we're gonna just have fun we are off the cuff we're off the cut. Let's just go with it. So let's tell them why you just hit record. Okay. Samantha and I were actually going to have a conversation. I'm trying to eat go my comfortable fish over here. And I, said, I, said, oh, I said, Samantha, I'm going to call you. We had a great mastermind today, but I was thinking, and I'm going to call you out on something. And that's when she kind of ran away. And Molly was like, wait, hold up. We got to record this. We got to get this on recording. And you know what Samantha's response as she ran away was? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not used to getting called out. I'm the one who calls everybody out. I keep people wait. accountable on a daily basis, but nobody, like Libby is the one that keeps me accountable yeah. and the one that scares me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's do it. Let's start. All right, right so we're coming off our mastermind. We all got like great ideas. And Samantha's um, thing, her, her challenge is her office space and setting it up in a way. And of course, I have to get everything back to our yearly goals. Like, is this going to move you closer to your goal? And you were actually considering not arranging it in an efficient manner because of listing parties. Because I'm a diva. Because <laughs> she's a diva. So <clears throat> I just have to like back up and just say how crazy that was for a second. Okay. Can we just, can we just talk about the fact that you were literally going to make your business less efficient and detract from your goal for a listing party? And let's just refocus it. And that's what I needed to call you out on. I love listing party. Like I'm a bit of a diva. I'm in listing party a lot. I am in the 24 hour room and stuff. Not necessarily a lot of the parties during the day, but I, I'm in there. And in the very beginning, it was a lot of people that sat there attentively and talked to each other. And I said, we're supposed to be listening. So I would list and get up and do my thing. Mm -hmm. And I had people, I like hate mail. Like people were messaging me like, you're distracting. You shouldn't be doing that. I, I just see you moving all over the place. I got my stand-up desk. That drove people nuts. I'm sure it drives all of you guys nuts <laughs> when you watch us. Um, <laughs> and I'm just constantly moving. So the thought of just having nice bookshelf or shelves here and doing my listings over here when I'm off camera just really like I just didn't like the thought of that like that's not my thing my thing is to be back there but you set me on the straight and narrow without even truly calling me out and it's going to be more efficient and everybody else in there did too in our mastermind it's gonna be more efficient for me <laughs> I mean, obviously, everybody saw it, but me, it was. It was I mean, we could, you know, I, you know, I'm going to reference back to our letting go episode. The more defensive you are about something, the more likely it is it needs to be changed. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank I just you wanted for providing some, us with this real life example, my friends. I just wanted some brainstorming ideas. I didn't even think it was like a real problem. I'm just like, yeah, I'm thinking about redecorating. You guys are like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> But it's good. It's good. I'm going to rearrange, move some stuff over here, make this look nicer, but also have things that are like cool. There's really cool things that come in on consignment that doesn't necessarily match my decor in my house, especially enough for me to buy it. And I don't like having 
when I very first started consignment, I just had things all over. I knew when that thing sold that it was sitting on my mantle or when that thing sold, it was in my kitchen up on the cupboards. And then eventually you grow and you have, I have like 80 whatever consigners now and you can't do that. I have to know which bin and which shelf it's in and, and have a system. But it would be really cool to have this be some part of my inventory system and know that when that item sells, it's on shelf five or whatever I name it and be able to enjoy and look at some of the things that come in, but also not commit money to them because I'm super cheap. So mm-hmm. it's a win, 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 win. And I'm a little stubborn and didn't see how obvious it was. Love it. And we were also talking about, we're going to have to up your goal because now you're going to be so much more efficient. Right? <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. But you're also going to have to walk diamond a little more because you're taking steps out of your day. That's what I always find funny when we're being more efficient. We're always like, why well, take these steps and I walk over here. And I, but if I do this, I don't have to walk there. I'm like, we're taking away all our steps. Like, <laughs> Yes, definitely. We work at home. I'll have to put some extra twists in when I'm standing right. here. You guys are going to get so sick of me, but I got to work my core. So it's going to be fine. Right. <laughs> what you thought was a simple redecoration of your office was actually something that is going to get you closer to your goal in 2024. Yeah. Right. We really, as we said, we over masterminded you, I think. <laughs> Yeah, but that that's fine. That's good. And the, and, and you got to think, I thought it was very low on my priorities and very insignificant thing because I'm just eliminating going from here to here. But then as we talked more about it, I'm eliminating that and all the interruptions when I come back to my computer and what I'm doing and when I want my light over here to move it so that I can be brighter on these recordings, which I'm not right now, and stuff like that. It's going to eliminate all of that and that that's going to be brighter i'm a little dull right now but i i'm going to be brighter it's going to be such a transformation (laughs) in so many ways i love it yeah when you were saying when you were like i'm i'm just moving it's not a big deal i'm just moving my light from here to here and then back to here and then i'm only doing that 500 600 times a day i mean (laughs) Really, guys, it's really not a big deal. I'm just thinking about redecorating. <laughs> yep, crazy cakes, crazy cakes. So we masterminded that. Thanks for uh, keeping keeping me grounded, <laughs> giving me a little slap once in a while. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's why we're here, girls, to call each other out on our shenanigans. And yep. it's not often we get to, I get to do that to Samantha. Let's say I call Molly out quite frequently. But yeah, we do. Yeah. Sorry, Molly. Yeah. <laughs> just call I'm, me I'm out. Just so happy. Call me out. <laughs> so we're sitting here laughing, having fun. And it reminds me of um, our friend, our C chatter, Candace made a comment on one of our posts that she's got to quit listening to us in the car because she's laughing too hard while she's driving. <laughs> saw that <laughs> oh i love sorry, her be careful no, you're welcome <laughs> you be careful all right so we're doing a little unscripted i was coming up with things and then i um got into talking to y'all ahead of time and kind of lost some of them but <laughs> first thing i want to ask important. huh that's all right this was important it needed to be said 
it was needed to be said. Yeah, you jumped on that, and I had to weave all my my mind that I was trying to put into notes. So we are really, really. I don't even have my questions ready, y'all. So off this is one of the rails. Oh, off the rails. So far off the rails. <laughs> all right, we're all everything sellers, but what is your absolute favorite thing to sell? Absolute favorite. Of all the things I usually say jewelry, but when I have a whole bunch of jewelry, it's not my favorite thing. So it's usually whatever I don't have a lot of is my favorite thing. But generally jewelry. Yeah. Love it. Takes up board games. Board Samantha's games. board games. See, I guess I could have answered these right off the bat. I was thinking, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a shoe girl. Shoe girl. Yeah. I always find that amazing because that is that's definitely one of my least favorite things to sell and store and photograph and ship and how oh, I love to photograph shoes. I love it. Look, I got a pair of shoes right here. I'm getting ready to photograph right here. Oh. So I used to love shoes. It was something I, I pick them up at garage sales and stuff. I really like shoes. I have some consigners that bring me a lot of new inbox stuff. I, I realized the last couple times that I've went to Goodwill I don't even go to the shoe rack. Like I have no, I've just like lost my desire to even look at shoes. They used to be one of my favorite things. I don't, there's not really a reason. I don't know. I just, all of a sudden I'm like, meh. And I go right for them board games. I want all the board games. I don't know. Wow. Oh, shoes are like my first stop. Shoes and handbags. They used to be mine those. too. Not handbags. I hate purses. Do you? Yeah. What's that oh. Billy was saying today? Or she didn't know. She's not, not good at listing Billy and in our uh, Patreon with handbags. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. girl, I'll help you list the handbags. <laughs> Get that you might a couple while you're at it. Right? I might right? even add a few to my closet while we look at your handbags. Yeah. No, I love I love sourcing handbags. And that's like a lot of the, where I say I go to the consignment shops when they do their sales and source. That's the first thing I focus on are their shoes and their handbags when I go in there. I don't go to the clothing, that kind of thing. But I am really, um, and I think I, I think I can blame this on um, Crazy Lamp Lady, Homeschool Picker, um, these ones that I'm watching on YouTube. I, I'm getting back into loving hard goods more. And so now I'm finding when I go sourcing, I'm sourcing hard goods. And again, like you're saying, Libby, when you get so much of one thing, you kind of get tired of it because it's like over and over and over again. But but we do like to batch list stuff because it makes the process easier, like batch list mm -hmm. your jeans, batch list your, you know, whatever. But the reason I love hard goods and when I go into source and, and look at hard goods is you're always finding very different items. Like very different things in there. Mm -hmm. Isn't that like the coolest thing about being an everything seller? You're like you don't have to, you don't have to commit to anything, right? You get a little bored of this, you can focus on something else. Like there's yeah. really little restriction that you have put upon yourself. I mean, there are negatives to being an everything seller, but sure, you never get bored. Never get bored. <laughs> I, have, I have a game I want to show you guys. Keep talking. I'll be right back. Right. Oh, I'm excited. Ooh, show and tell, y'all. Show and tell. <laughs> See, now her time. office was reorganized. She could have that on display on the shelf right back there, and she would have been right? Yeah. It'd be right there with her. She right wouldn't there. have to go mm -hmm. somewhere to get it. Mm -hmm. But she is getting her steps in right now. Oh, okay. she is. Oh, she is. Hey, I'll do a show and tell while we wait for her. Yeah. Look at this. Like, 
vintage oh. belt that I got. It's like a vinyl-y, and it's got all of the, um, whatchamacallits? The Zodiac? Zodiac signs? Zodiac signs on it. What's yours? Isn't that wild? Oh, wow. I'm flipping that's sitting over here to be listed. I did a little show and tell while we were waiting for your show and tell, Samantha. What year do you think that's from? Did you look anything up about it yet? Not yet. Not no? yet. And now it might be a while because it just fell behind that desk. So, <laughs> so Libby and I love Monopoly. Like, I'm pretty obsessed with Monopoly. Nobody mm -hmm. ever plays it with me. But I love Monopoly. And they're my favorite games to part out because I can sell the board separately from the pieces, from the hotels, from the whatever. So I love it. At my Goodwill last week, there's a Triopoly. It is huge. And it, it I've never heard of this. Hmm. You flip it open. And this, I don't want to... I don't want to flip it too much, but like this is the board. You it sets up a way so that you put all the cards in here, and this is oh. the focal point of the game. Wow! Okay, so and for those I'm, of you listening on podcast, we have a triangle, this big triangle box that she's open, and the, one of the triangles goes. It's like hinged, and one of the triangles is is vertical, and you put all the cards in there so they're easily visible. It's like a Christmas yeah. tree. So yeah, I was excited to get this because there's there's only a few listed. There's also only like one or two sold, so it's not super great. But I was excited because I was like, oh, I'll play it first. We'll have like a family game night and then I'll sell it. Except it's brand new, never oh. been never been perforated or taken oh. apart, comes with all the things, brand new. Like, I'm afraid to, to touch this rubber band because it's never come off of this money. So, so no more family playtime. Cute little wooden die. Yeah. So, I, that one was really cool. It was only a couple of dollars. I'd never seen it before. I love board games. I love finding ones that I've never heard of before. That's awesome. You know, again, I watched some of the, uh, the sourcing videos on YouTube that I love to watch. And they always, there's... Once where they'll find these board games I've never heard of, and the resale value on some of them can be ridiculously high. Like the crazy. It sounds the more expensive it will be. Right? I did a garage sale one time with my dad. This it was like all tools, and my dad's super pumped. He's buying stuff for his shop. He's doing whatever. And this boy, this boy and his mom were had like one little card table up at the house. And they had this game, and I don't even remember what it was. It sounded super nerdy. I opened it up. It was slightly used. She goes, $5. I just want to clean clean his game room out so he can have more games. I'm like, great. We had no service. I could not comp it. I sold that game. I don't remember the name of it, but I sold it like three days later for like 70 bucks or something. Like it was just nice. a nerdy little board game. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That so I always struggled with the board games, like not parting them out. I would kind of like, oh, when I got one, because they're so expensive to ship. The games yeah. themselves. So I don't, I don't, well, this one, I didn't because realize I when I got it. it that the box was the board, mm. but the pieces are brand new. So I need to look and maybe, maybe I should part it out and just pitch the box. Or I think the plastic pieces come out in parts. Maybe I sell them without. 
I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that. Oh, my gosh. Now you're going to leave us all hanging on the edge to find out what you do with it. But generally, well, tune into next episode because it'll be listed by then. Um, but generally, I don't ship the whole box and all the stuff. I mean, the boards, yes, but they can go in like a, a big padded envelope or something. And it's not like I have to use a big, I miss the flat rate game boxes that they used to have. And then I would yeah. do whole, whole boxes. Um, but yeah, if you do it in parts, I mean, I'll, I'll get a whole Monopoly game for $3 and I'll sell just the pieces for 10 and just the cards for seven and just the dice for nine or whatever. And guys, look at how excited Samantha is just talking about this. This <laughs> is like her jam. I've never seen her this happy. <laughs> my like my like dream that it's never gonna happen. And I don't really as soon as I implemented it, I would hate games or something, but it's to like just broadcast out there that I am the game person. Send me all of your games on consignment or otherwise. Send them all to me. And I just have an eBay store of tens of thousands of replacement game pieces. And when somebody misses the cards or loses something from a game, they go, oh, Samantha would have that. And they log on and they buy the replacements for me. <laughs> I love it. You could like totally do that if you wanted to. But then, you, like you said, you'd be sick of games. I would it takes me back to my my days of being the nanny babysitter back in my early years of life and always playing board games with the kids. And you'd have that kid that would get mad or they'd spill their milk on the money or they would get mad and fight with their sibling and tear a card in half. And you're like, oh, well, there goes the game. Like, you know, <laughs> then what do you do? Well, you go to sorting with Samantha and look through her sorts of game pieces and ta-da, there's the replacement. Don't, don't actually do that though. I mean, if people actually looked up a 1985 Monopoly game, they could buy with shipping, usually the whole game for less than they're buying the replacement piece from me. But I just, people don't think of that. They think, oh, I need more deed cards because the kid ripped them or spilled milk on them. I need the deed card. They look up Monopoly 1985 deed cards and they buy mine for 20 bucks. <laughs> the whole I, game. I, mean, I would do that because I just don't want to be. Wouldn't want to be wasteful. I would look for the replacement parts first. Yeah, I, I do that all the time, and I'm willing to spend a little more on a replacement rather than buying a whole game yeah, and having sure. to get rid of like pieces of it. Yeah. Which all yeah. right, Samantha, you just solved one of my problems. This is a great business model because <laughs> all right, oh. we've been many a time known to we've ruined Christmas with Monopoly. We've had many a board game flipped. Um, but the one that sticks with me was I got this man. I don't think I told you this. I hope I didn't, but Molly can edit it out if I did. I had this Monopoly game. It was my prized possession. And we would sit on the back porch and we'd play it every summer. We, you know, every day we'd play a game of Monopoly. My sisters, my sister and the neighbors and I, and my sister decided one time that we would have the snack in the middle of the Monopoly board. And she put potato chips on it. And like, I'm, I was a little particular about my Monopoly board. So to this day, my Monopoly board, my 1980s something Monopoly board has a big chip, potato chip grease stain on the middle of stain on it. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure I have a couple in stock. <laughs> or I can, I can just send you one. Tell me which one you need. I will have to look up and see exactly what year it is. Yeah. yeah. 
See, Think of you that. already have a customer. But do you really want? But do you really want to let go of that with the memory in the middle of it? I mean, right smack in the middle is that memory. I, got, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I can laugh it's about it a little about bit it. now, but like for years, it really pissed me off. Like no joke. Like legitimately made me angry when I would see that board. My mother might have had a break up a fist fight over that. I'm not sure, but I'll have oh to, yeah. lord, yeah, it was bad. That's oh, why we God. quit playing Monopoly as siblings in general. There was always a fist fight because Santa <laughs> always won. <laughs> yeah, we Lord. still love the game. Yeah, we still we love the game. Still love it, right? <laughs> right. Oh, 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 oh. Well, the rest of your questions. I thought we were being interviewed here. You're letting us get off the rails even more. I know. Well, because I didn't get my questions written down because you guys started with such great stuff. I had to hit record, and now I got no. I got nowhere to go with this. We're just oh, really, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're just really off the rails. But I was just thinking about something I do want to talk about because, and I, now I can't remember the date. I have to look it up. But there are, we have our reseller relaxation cruise coming up that we're doing with Katie and Vicki. Mm -hmm. um, and there are some open, open cabins that were put out there. Oh. Um, if anybody wants to grab one, um, there's a post in the boss reseller group. Um, I know there's a post there that our, our travel agent put out about these cabins coming up, um, that are available and I'm trying to think of where, and you can get into our reseller relaxation group if you ask for it. Mm -hmm. Um, we would love to have you in there anyway, because there's going to be some in the future and we'll be doing them on other coasts. But I wanted to bring that up because I just saw that pop up this morning and was like, oh, Oh, so I had Tiffy Pie because she didn't know about it before and said, oh, my gosh, that would be something we'd love to do. Um, yeah, and I, I saw you talking to the travel agent about different ports and, and moving it to other areas. So it's a variety for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we want to be able to. We're doing it out of the West Coast this year um, from L.A. And then the next one, we'll make more decisions when we're together. But the next one will either be going out of Galveston or off of the East Coast. We'll figure it out. Awesome. And whether or not that happens a year or two years. But listen, <laughs> we're, we're resellers who spend time like working our butts off all day long. So we like to plan the fun things in and out of every now and then so we can be with our people and have a good time. So if anybody wants to hang out with me during that week and I, I mean, I'll be on listing party and in our Patreon group and doing all the other things. Cause I don't cruise. So I, got a song. I mean, somebody needs to hold the fort down. The world yeah. can't be sea chat bliss for a week. <laughs> oh, that would be horrible. Pandemonium. Oh, so guys, keep Samantha company. Be kind to her because she is going to be running the show for oh, that God. week. Yeah, guys, I'm what gonna, are we going to change? We could do so much while they're gone. Oh, my <laughs> word. Sorry, we want to make the announcement now. I mean, some of our people will have already seen it. Some of our um, Patreon members will have already seen it. But uh, have at it, girlfriend. Starting something new. It's technically, by the time this comes out, it starts tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it'll start the next day. Hey. We do want to announce that. Or the same day, technically, whenever you're listening to this. It's going to start Wednesday, February something. My calendar is not in front of me. 
February something or another. First Wednesday in February, folks. <laughs> yeah, February 7th. We are going to have a come list with us every week for the two top levels of our Patreon, the $25 and the $50 a month levels. So those levels will still get the weekday morning motivation uh, meeting. They'll get their weekly accountability and mastermind meeting. And now they will also get every Wednesday from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern, a two-hour live listing session with us where we will provide a Zoom link. You pop in and you hang out. You guys hear us talking about different things like that. We did one for Lista Palooza where everybody that was participating in Lista Palooza could come in and chat with us and list. We were going to do them for an hour at a time during Lista Palooza. And we did like a four-hour one. And then we did a six-hour one. <laughs> so we did have to put an actual limit on these ones. They will only be two hours. We swear, two hours. and But it will happen every week. So you can come in and hang out with us and list together with us every week. So excited for that. And this was all a, a member's suggestion. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Several members after after Lista Palooza, and the one actually was like, "I think you should do it like this." So we tweaked that and went with it because they were very dedicated to us doing this regularly. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Yes. So you spoke. We listened. We're here for you. That's gonna be so fun. if you're not a part of it, forward to it. Hmm? Libby put a link for you to see it in the show notes, so you can absolutely easily join and join us tomorrow for our. Very first one. Yeah. Where we learned mm -hmm. from each other. Kind of like, so we picked Wednesday because it's going to get us over the hump, right? Hump okay. of the week. So I'm sure Molly's going to have some fun with the graphics on that one. So if you see a couple <laughs> camels and cute stuff like that, it's because this uh, come list with us is going to get us over the hump in the week. You know, where a lot of us are working alone and it's really great to see other faces and Hop in and ask and ask a quick question, whatever you know. For to sure. have coworkers for a brief period of time. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. We yeah. love a good coworker. I got to tell you, when we did it for List Palooza, I got what was it Saturday when we were together? I think not only did I have fun talking and laughing, but I had seventeen things listed during that time. That blows I'm my mind. Working hard. That's awesome. Libby, well, not hard. Libby doesn't believe in multitasking and thinks that she can't do it. She listed several things and got <laughs> lots of things done in the time that we were doing it. She really can't, though, because afterwards she was like, oh, look at all these text messages. And I was like, I was trying to get a hold of you. I don't know why you <laughs> <laughs> So, but she focused on listing and chatting while she did it. And she got several things done. So it was awesome. I mean, you listed a lot, but it was several. You were like, I'm going to finish this. I'm going to finish that. I'm going to. It was good. Not only that, it inspired me to finally figure out, I think I talked about this last week, was the, the whole standard envelope thing for the patches I've had in my store mm -hmm. for, I don't know, two years, three years. So do tell, do tell our listeners what exactly you learned for, so that they know what you learned. Oh, yeah. So the eBay, the eBay thing that was originally just for trading cards, the eBay standard envelope, it's what, 60 some cents, I think, to send it with tracking, mm -hmm. um, expand it to include stickers, patches, what else? Seed, ephemera, seed like packets. Seed packets, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really efficient, cost-effective way to 
to ship the items. And because of that, these items are now eligible um, if they can get you to top rate at status, top rate at plus, and it helps play into that and helps build your store there on eBay. So it's just a really all around great option. You can provide your buyers with better prices because the shipping's not like four and five dollars for a little patch. It's under a dollar, which is awesome. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. For some reason, that was the whole idea of it was, it sounds ridiculous, but I understand how new sellers feel in the same respect. Like the whole idea of it was just absolutely overwhelming. Like what kind of label do I put on it? What kind of envelope can I use? Do I put it in a sleeve? Like it was just very overwhelming to me. But it was awesome on the listing thing because you started saying, you know, like, I don't really know what I need or how I would like, mm -hmm. how would I, how would I ship this? I don't know how that works. And then all of a sudden you had three other people that were like, oh, you need these. Here's a link. You put it in here and then you tape it to here and then you do this and you want to make sure it folds like this, but not like this. And it, like they were answering all your questions. You didn't even know you had. Yeah. It took me like five minutes after I was done with the listing party to get the stuff I need in order to ship, ship it to change my listings and boom, I'm ready to go. Like, what was I so overwhelmed? I just needed somebody to just say, all right, it's going to be okay. This is all that you do. And it was, you know, it's different than watching a YouTube video and watching, like, these are people I know and trust like Don and yeah. Pam that have been doing this for a long, you know, since it came out. And yeah, sure. it was just, wow. Sure. Wow. What a difference that makes uh, to watch somebody and have somebody like explain it to you personally, somebody, you know, and trust and that they have a good business and not just some random person. And when you look at them and say, what is a coin bag? Then they take it out and explain it to you instead of you just sitting there and going, why? He just mentioned a coin bag. What does that mean? And the video has moved on and you, you got to Google it and go down the wormhole. Mm -hmm. the coin They're called penny sleeves. See, I know that now. Like Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I never would have found that. I have no idea. I'd never heard the words penny sleeve before in my well, life. I got to tell you, I'd feel safer Googling penny sleeve than coin bag. <laughs> I'm scared of what I would come up with if I Google coin bag. <laughs> Ain't that true. <laughs> All right. Well, Penny Okay, we got that. Um, I have an update from last week's episode about my negative feedback from Lincoln Logman. Oh, do tell, do tell. So I'll so this man just for anybody that for some reason did not watch last week's episode or listen, um I I sold a set a, a lot of nine Lincoln logs, nine individual logs, and eight of them were round, and one of them was flat. So it was like half of the like a foundation one. Um, it had like four or five pictures. Very I thought very clear. It said in the uh, description, nine logs total, eight are round and full, and one is a half flat one. So. This guy, I even took an offer. He only paid $7 for this lot of nine logs. And he did not reach out to me, nothing. I just got negative feedback stating that one of the logs was broken and it wasn't what he expected and he was super cranky. So I reached out to him via message and said, hello. This part's, this part's a little snarky on my part, but I saw your negative feedback, but I can't find any messages or concerns from you here in my messaging box. I tried to convey in my photos and description that one of the logs was flat. I will gladly accept a return if you are not pleased with your purchase. 
Please let me know if you would like to go through this easy return process so I can resolve this negative experience for you. Because I don't want to, I mean, I'll give the guy a refund if he'll remove the feedback, but you don't want to just throw a refund out there. You cannot say, you absolutely and Especially for feedback. Right, exactly. Yes. You can't do that. So let, I'm trying to start this conversation. Thought he would just ignore me anyways. But he responded 24 hours later. Each piece was seven, just over 7.5 inches long, not eight inches. Because I put about eight inches in my description. But you are correct. You did mention that one was flat one. I guess I didn't read the description fully. No need to return the items. I will try to remove my negative feedback. So there we go. Wow. He hasn't removed it yet, but he admitted that he didn't read it. And hopefully if I wait a couple days and he hasn't removed it, hopefully I can reach out to eBay and say, look at these messages. Well, did you send him a feedback revision? I didn't know if I should do that or if oh, yeah. Because then if he doesn't do it, will eBay still remove it if I already initiated that fee? Because I don't know. You know, you should definitely, because that gives him an easy way. If he's willing to do it, it gives him an easy way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would definitely. Yeah. So how that. would somebody who's listening do that if they have no idea about this? What are they eBay and you can go to the feedback forum or you can hit the, um, God, they changed it. I don't know. I have to look. Let me, can I present and share my screen? Yeah, oh, sure. hundred <laughs> percent. on podcast, you might want to zoom on over to YouTube and you can see the screen share that's about to happen. Yeah. I like this. I like this on-spot education, y'all. Well, let's make sure it works first. <laughs> oh, oh work? hey, we're seeing something. All right. All right. So here's my negative. Look at, here's other positive from other Lincoln Log people. Um, but here's the negative and I can go right here and request revision. It's that simple. And then it's yeah. going to want me to make sure it's me before I mess with my account like this. Oh my Thank Lord. I know. Don't you love all the pop-up things? Do this, do that, do this, do that. All right. Now let's try it again. Request revision. Right, so Samantha is actually in the feedback portion of her store. And on the right hand, on the right hand side of the scroll, unless it's flipped, um, there is it where it says like your feedback, it'll say report this buyer, reply or request revision. Okay. Yeah. So what, so what should I put in here? Like per our conversation, how do I say this? Per you know, per our mess, per our dialogue, per our messages. I like this. Please review and revise per our email conversation. Yeah. And y'all can probably hear typing. I'm a <laughs> typer. I'm sorry. Okay. Please review and revise per our messages. Thank you. With an exclamation point because I'm extra. So I'm so extra. I would say thank you so much for blah, 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 because that's the way I am, my Southern self. And that's a bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> so how about that? A little tutorial right smack in the middle. Boom. It's really now, is. I would be extra, extra on that, but I'm still a little bitter that that guy chose to leave me negative feedback over a $7 order. <laughs> but whatever. It's going to get resolved. Yeah. It's fine. I'm glad you handled it the right way and got it resolved in the right way. So we'll look for the next update that he did. He went through your request. I do want to touch base on our 
other trip because I'm all about the trips, y'all. <laughs> Back with the rest of this. I'm all about the fun. Um, we do have our dates for um, Gatlinburg set is August 15th through the 18th are the dates that we're going to be doing a little meetup in Gatlinburg. So if there's any chance you might want to head that way, We'll have more details, but we will be there with our friends from I'd Flip That, Joe and Nicole, and also with our friends um, Kristen the Rural Squirrel and Angie from Angie Resells, both formerly Let's Do Lunch podcast. Um, we're going to just be having a ball. We're going to have so much fun. And there may be others joining us, too, um, mm -hmm. as part of this main organizing group. But, uh, yeah, save those yeah. dates. Save your pennies. We're very early into the planning phase of this, but we have a location, we have dates, and now we'll figure out if we're going to, you know, everybody meet up for lunch and do that, or if we're going to go thrifting or both or whatever, but we're we're open to seeing all the people. <laughs> we'll be having some group get-togethers for sure, and yeah, I'll yeah. have some suggestions out there when we get the official set up that we'll have suggestions for places for you to stay. You may yep. not even need them. You may know exactly where you want to stay and what you want to do. But those are the dates. If you want to be a part of it, start planning it. <laughs> Have we missed anything, my friends, from this wild and crazy off-the-cuff episode? No, this is fun. This is oh, my God. And I'm so not just saying that because I got to call Samantha out at the very beginning. <laughs> maybe, a little, maybe a little yeah. bit. So bit. when I'm when I'm done listing my board game pieces, I'll start rearranging my office and make it more efficient. <laughs> and we'll be watching that process along the way. Cheering you on. Yes, yes, yes. I girl. want you to get where you're facing the window so the natural light hits your face. I would like to get somewhere where we have natural light. It is, it is straight gray outside. Like my face, the paleness and the grayness is exactly what it looks like. Up there. <laughs> oh, my little youper friend. My little friend. <laughs> All right, ladies. Oh, wait. Next episode is going to be a fun one. Um, a fun and probably emotional up and down roller coaster fun kind of awesome episode. So hang on until next week as we uh, have an extra special guest coming on. Yes. All right. All right, y'all. Until next time. Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Samantha, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us on consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, join our free private Facebook community.